0: And welcome to Sunday Coffee. We're live in the Farm Bureau Studios in downtown Startwell. I'm Bart Gregory along with Charlie Winfield and joined this week by Mississippi State quarterback Will Rogers. So we welcome Will to the hot seat. And we will try not to be too bad with you, Will.
1: No, thank you all for having me. Really appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. So we'll get into a lot of different things. I, I want you to talk about Charlie's coaching style in Little League Baseball. That's, that's the one thing that he always talks about how great of a coach he was in 13-year-old baseball, I want to know the managing style of Charlie.
2: Exemplary.
0: Really? No mercy. No mercy? <laughs> Was he fiery? Did he give the umpires a hard time? He could have, yeah. He could Depends have. on the situation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're a week away from the season. This time next week, we will have played our first game against Louisiana Tech. And I know this year is a little bit different. Your last year you're going in. What's the difference right now? If you kind of think back to what last year held for you going into week one, of course, everything was kind of pushed back to the the last part of September, coming out of fall practice this year compared to last year, What's the big differences for you?
1: Honestly, just reps had a whole off season to build chemistry with guys. I think we had everybody in the skill position come back. So, you know, just building chemistry uh, in the off season, getting the reps in spring ball. We didn't have spring ball last year. Uh, so getting the reps through fall camp, uh, you know, it just feels different this year. You know, I think everybody's excited and we're ready to go.
2: Well, last year you came in as the season started. You were slotted as a backup. This year you come in, you're slotted as a starter. Is there a change in the way you're preparing or going about getting ready for week one?
1: Mm, not necessarily. Even last year when I was the two to start the year, I was still preparing like I was the one because, you know, you never know when your number's going to get called. And, you know, I caught COVID, so, you know, I missed the first two games. And the first game that I come back, I get a chance to go in. Talking to Will Rogers, Bulldog quarterback. Will, along those
0: lines, you came straight out of high school. Last year, you're a true freshman. And so much is made about the speed of the game from the high school ranks to the college ranks. And it's even when you start looking at – Non-Power 5 leagues to the Power 5. There's a big difference in the speed of the game. And we talk about that so much about sometimes as a quarterback, especially, you have to let the game just slow down for you. And it's all mental. Was there ever a time last year when you got out there on the field and you're a true freshman and you said to yourself, gum, those guys are fast.
1: Yeah, probably probably like in camp, you know, when I was going <laughs> against like Errol Thompson, Aaron Brulé, and all those guys, you know, I was like, wow, this is fast. But, you know, throughout camp and then, you know, once the season kind of kicked off, things really slowed down for me. God's honest truth, I probably wasn't really ready uh, when I went in just because, I don't know, I'd never really played, and, you know, I was kind of nervous, as you would expect, but honestly, after like a drive or two, I'm like, all right, this is just like high school, you know, like, let's roll. So, you know, like once we got into the Texas A&M game and then, I mean, even in the Alabama game, I felt pretty comfortable. You know, they did some funny things with us and, uh, you know, we didn't win either of those games, but, you know, I felt really comfortable.
0: You know, along those lines and talking about being a freshman, at quarterback and, you know, you're dealing with one of the quarterback whisperers in the country. What was Mike Leach telling you as a freshman? Was it, hey, be careful out there. Don't try to do too much. How was... the quarterbacking coach of Mike Leach, how is it different from being a freshman compared to where you are right now?
1: Uh, I don't know if it's different. I mean, I think he probably expects more out of me going into my second year and the way we finished last year. You know, I think his expectations are really high, especially for quarterbacks. You know, we're the, we're the guys who run it on offense, and, you know, he expects us to do really well. probably say his expectations are a little higher this year. You
2: mentioned going against Mississippi State's defense, and I think back last year at this time – all the word was that the defense was going to struggle. They turned out to be really good. Where do you see this year's defense compared to last year's?
1: Probably better than last year, honestly. Kind of the same on offense last year. Uh, going into it, we had some new faces, and then they just kind of kept getting better week in and week out. You know, it seemed like every week they kept getting better and better. I think everybody's really comfortable on that side of the ball too. Emerson, Forbes, Brule, Tyrus Wheat, uh, Randy Charlton, Jaden Crumity in the middle, you know, those guys just do a great job uh, every single day. You know, those guys are freaks. You know, they run to the ball. And then on top of that, Coach Arnett's scheme is really, really good. He does a really good job.
0: You mentioned a guy right there, and Martin Emerson, and it's kind of interesting that he has not been mentioned on any of the watch lists, which is really crazy, the, the year that he had last year at a cornerback position. You know, you see ones and ones all the time. And what makes Martin Emerson
1: so good? You know, his technique is really, really good. And, you know, he's really long. He's probably about – he's over 6'1". Uh, You know, he's really long, uses his hands, uh, really physical. And, you know, that's one thing about Martin. He's really, really physical. Uh, he's not afraid to come down and tackle you. I mean, I honestly think he could play safety someday. But, you know, he's really, 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 really good player.
2: Well, one of the things that we talked about a lot last year, and you mentioned it earlier, you didn't have the spring – the season got delayed. Everything was just a little bit strange getting going. In fact, you guys were limited in the ability just to get together and do work, although I'm sure you won't admit it to me, but you probably did anyway. Let's talk about this past summer. You're coming back as the quarterback. You've got guys like Wally and some of these guys back. What did you guys do in the summer away from the coaches to get ready to play?
1: Yeah, so we had days where we had like seven-on-seven seven this day. So, you know, we're doing seven-on-seven, seven, two to three times a week, uh, whether it's Tuesday, Thursday. And then, you know, just getting guys on the weekends. You know, Sunday is a big day for me. You know, I go to church after church. Uh, we meet up usually at the seal at 2 o'clock, get some throwing in. Those little things that just bring the team together. You know, stuff like that is really going to carry over to the fall, or at least I hope. Yeah, just getting guys together, getting extra reps in, because that's what our offense is. You know, it's all just reps, reps, reps. We run the same play uh, so many times in the game. Guys like Wally, uh, Makai Polk, uh, Austin Williams, and Malik Keith, that's what they need.
0: I'm going to be honest with you right here, and I'm going to do it probably today, and I know I'll do it on the pregame or postgame show in the next couple weeks. I'm going to call you Wyatt because I remember your dad. Of course, I was broadcasting a lot in Louisville, and of course he had a couple of stints at Winston Academy. I know, I've know known your grand—your grandfather's my family physician and has been my entire life. So being around your family and understanding the life of a coach and then the kid of a coach, and how do you think it's helped you from being able to go to practice? I remember you from being a ball boy. I mean, you were a little kid, and all of a sudden, you're the quarterback at Mississippi State. How much do you think it's helped you to be not just on the field on Friday night on the sideline? But on a Tuesday afternoon, seeing how your dad has worked quarterbacks, how much of a big impact has that been for you?
1: I mean, I can remember changing balls out at Winston Academy and then from there going to Brandon. You know, at Brandon I got to got to see Gardner Minshew every Friday night pretty much. So, you know, I would be sitting up in the press box with my dad on Friday nights and, you know, that was awesome. You know, I miss, I miss uh, high school football a lot. Just for that reason, you know, getting to play for my dad. We would find a couple plays every week that we knew were going to work against that defense, you know, stuff like that. It was just fun. You know, I really enjoyed it. He's done a great job. He does a really good job with quarterbacks. Coach Tyler Sullivan at Winston Academy, Coach Gardner Minshew, and then he got to coach me. So, yeah, he does a great job.
2: As a quarterback coach, did you get hard coaching from your dad? How did it prepare you, the type coaching you got for – a guy like Mike Leach.
1: Yeah, it's actually very similar. The offense we ran in, in high school was pretty similar to what we do now. You know, I've I've heard Coach Leach tell me things that my dad has told me a hundred times. You know, just get your eyes in the right spot and stuff like that. But you know, it was definitely hard coaching at uh, sometimes. You know, just because he expects a lot out of me. You know, I think Dad knows how hard I work in the weight room, how hard I work uh, in the off season. Uh, so you know, I think Dad did and still does expect a lot out of me. And, you know, to this day I'll still text him, you know, if I have a question about a defense or about a certain play we're running, you know, I'll just text him and see what are his thoughts on it.
2: One of the things I'm curious about, you know, a lot of times you watch games and you see quarterbacks moving guys around and making checks and, you know, Peyton Manning, I guess, got that really popular, all the stuff he was doing before plays. In the offense that you're running now, How much of the decision-making that you have to do is pre-snap versus post-snap?
1: Like, read-wise, there's definitely a bunch of pre-snap reads that you're looking at. You really just care if it's or zone, and you're really looking at leverage. You know, just picking out spots, picking where some of the defense is weak. I mean, I think our offense, it relies on the quarterback 100% to be able to – do that but you know with defenses these days you know they'll show they'll show one thing pre-snap and then the snap of the ball it's so something totally different you wouldn't even think that they were going to run so you know that's why it's just so crucial just to have your eyes in the right spot you never really want to guess what they're in uh you just want to kind of make it simple you know i don't want to don't really want to use the term small ball but i mean that's kind of what it comes down to you know just have your eyes in the right spot and you know good things happen when you throw Completions.
0: Yeah, we're talking to Bulldog quarterback Will Rogers. And of course, we're brought to you on Sunday coffee by Strange Brew Coffee House. You don't need any audibles from them at all. Charlie, do you ever deviate? Do you ever walk in the door and say, I'm going to get the, just a black coffee and say, you know what? I'm going to audible today and go to something else? No. You don't? You make up your mind.
2: I have a pre snap read and I'm sticking to it. You, I'm walking in, I'm getting the black coffee, a large. And I'm walking out.
0: And you know that's the play that's going to work. Actually,
2: I'm not walking out. I'm going to actually hang out around and read email and try to uh, avoid coming to my office. But I'm getting the same thing every
0: time. You know, I used to go all the time to the Highway 12 location. And now, all of a sudden, the go-to is the University Drive location. They have that walk-up window as well. But I go in there like you do, and I'll I'll sit down, I'll answer emails, and I'll look at Twitter, and I'll get away from people. And then you also have the location in Tupelo. I actually went to the Tupelo location this past week. So, I've, I've hit the trifecta on all three of the Strange Brew Coffee Houses. And so, I still went with what I always go with, and that's the blueberry cobbler. I did not get a blueberry scone, nor a blueberry pancake, nor a blueberry I don't think they muffin. have
2: pancakes.
0: No, they don't. A muffin, whatever. I bet they'd make it for you if you wanted it. They no, could figure that it would, out.
2: That would be a new addition. It would.
0: Okay. So, Strange Brew Coffee House bringing you our Sunday coffee. We're talking to Mississippi State quarterback, Will Rogers. And so now all of a sudden, Will, we get to a week out from the season. And just looking back and remembering how football has always been, its you're leading into that season, that week leading into that first game, it's almost like leading into Christmas. Because as an athlete, as a player, it's that that nervousness and that fun nervousness. How excited are you for the season to start in less than seven days?
1: I'm extremely excited, you know. You know, last year was fun. It's my first year uh, playing in college. But one thing I'm really excited for is just for the whole atmosphere. You know, it's something I really haven't got to experience yet. The dog walk, the junction, riding up to the game on the bus, you know, stuff like that. You know, seeing the stadium in full capacity, uh, it's something I'm really excited for.
0: Now, did you guys have that walkthrough yesterday where you go into the stadium? Charlie and I talked about this last week about how, you usually have that, that run-through of where you practice the dog walk, about where you practice running onto the field. So do they actually throw the smoke in there and all of that? It's or not
1: it? in there, no. It's not in there. You just kind of got to imagine that. You got to imagine the yeah. smoke? Okay.
0: All
2: right. So I was, I was, Bart still has bad memories of a <laughs> Mississippi State team tripping coming out of the oh, tunnel. Well, yeah.
1: To me, I think you
0: should practice with the smoke. And so if it's not if it comes off without a hitch next, next week, it's great. If it comes off with a hitch next week, it's not that great. Hey, here's one thing I want to ask you to do. And could you pass along a message to Coach Leach? We want him to wear shorts next week. Let's- no, no, no. <laughs> I <can't do> that. <laughs> no. We don't want to break the trend. No. Chip Kelly wore shorts yesterday. Well, I think
2: just think with our history, <laughs> so and I, our, our record in shorts is not that great I'm historically. Trying,
0: I'm trying to break the mojo. I'm no. trying to break the mojo.
2: No, I'm, I'm afraid you're trying to summon some bad mojo. Um, Will, I want to ask you about one other thing you did this past summer. You uh, went to the Manning camp, and that's something uh, a, a lot of top quarterbacks get to do. How did you enjoy it? What would you do down there? What other quarterbacks did you get a chance to hang out with?
1: No, it was a great time. You know, it's it's a huge privilege to even be invited to that camp uh, in my opinion. But uh yeah, so you go down there on a Thursday, I think. So it's a Friday through Sunday camp. So you get there like late Thursday and you know as soon as you get there, you get moved in your dorm and then the first thing you do is all the college quarterbacks uh work out with Peyton and Eli. So you know you're doing throwing drills, uh routes on air, footwork drills all that stuff with Peyton and Eli, which was really cool. To be able to do that with two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time was really, really cool. But, you know, the whole time you're down there, you're a counselor. So there's 1,500 kids there, and you're you're teaching them the whole time. So, you know, you have an age group, and you're sticking with that age group the whole time throughout the weekend, playing seven-on-seven with them. So, yeah, it was a great time just to be able to interact with younger kids and, you know, just teach them more about the game. Some quarterbacks that uh, I met down there, Anthony Russo, Michigan State, Brock Purdy from Iowa State, Drew Pine from Notre Dame. Those were my roommates. Uh, they're all what, – What was that last school?
2: Was that Notre Dame
1: you said? Oh, oh my hit. goodness. <laughs> A little
0: over – yeah. The overrated <laughs> – how, how overrated was he? It, yeah, was he was he awesome. He was I an awesome guy? Him, yeah. yeah great see, guy. look at
1: there. He threw it well. Great guy. Though. Yeah. All three of those guys, great guys. Frontline,
0: front runner for the Heisman now. No doubt. Who's catching the balls? If it's a passing camp, I mean, yeah.
1: who's catching all the balls? You just got you got random guys out there? Or? So, it's at Nichols State. So, they do the camp at Nichols State. And some of their guys catch the balls. And then when it was the big passing day uh, where we really threw a lot, they brought some guys in from Tulane and then some guys from LSU too. So, it was it was really well.
0: So, it's like legitimate receivers. You don't uh, have Bart yeah. and Charlie out there, okay, running a five-yard <laughs> route and you get uh, get your timing messed up.
2: Yeah, see, so you're sitting here with Bart. What what position do you think he played in high school?
0: Kicker. I was a kicker. He, he's right. He's yeah, that's right. That's because you
2: told us last week you missed like a 22-yard field goal against where? I
0: did. I shanked it. Completely <laughs> shanked it. And then it went, you know. But hey, let me tell you, I could work myself back into being a quarterback. I could do it. I could do it. All it's going to take is work. It's going. I'm, I'm not going to do like you do and go out and run 20 miles a day. But sooner or later, I'm going to get back on the nutrition plan, and I'm going to get back on the workout plan, and I'm going to show you boys, all right? No doubt. That I, that, I, that that this Nanawoya quarterback,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, that ran the option and the shotgun, I mean, I could do it all. Mm-hmm. That That's the thing. So, well, you never knew I was a quarterback. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. At Nanawoya, which, I mean, hey, let me tell you, that's a tough division. Uh, I mean, that's is a, it? That's big-time football. No doubt about but it.
2: But they're ducking pater this year. Well, they're hiding behind COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Duck and East Webster and Noxapater, but... Let me digress. tell you this.
0: Well, that, that's the thing. You want to talk about Brandon and Pearl being a big rivalry matchup. It's it's, the biggest in the state. It's nothing on that and <laughs> Got nothing on that and Looking back to your high school days, and we, and we talk about high school days all the time, and we talked about them with Roy Boswell a couple of weeks ago. Of course, I played against Roy in high school, and we were always joking around with each other. You talk about the rivalries in high school football and in Mississippi high school football, and for so long... Mississippi high school football was a running quarterback's game, and it was out of the wing tee. It was running the option. And we talked to Brad Peterson a couple of weeks ago down at Brandon, and Brad was at Louisville and Forrest and all these places. And I think about your dad too and about how the change has come in the state of Mississippi about how offenses are run. Twenty years ago to ask a quarterback from Brandon High School to come into the SEC and step in and be able to do what you have done really couldn't have happened, to be honest with you. How have you seen high school quarterback? Because you've been around high school football your entire life. How have you seen high school football change with your dad?
1: Honestly, I think it's just because the game's changed so much. I mean, the game's changed so much. I mean, even over the past five years. I mean, people say defenses win championships, and they do. You know, don't get me wrong. Uh, but, you know, you got to look at how many points are being scored a week. I mean, you could score 35 points and lose badly every single week. So, yeah, I think the game's just changing so much. And, you know, like you said, even in high school, even those high school kids are still doing, like, RPOs and all that new stuff and the new offense like that. So it's definitely good for the game. You know, the game's expanding so much, and, and these days people are scoring a lot of points, and you got to be able to score to win.
2: How much do you listen to criticism?
1: I would love to say, like, none, but, I mean, that's not me being honest. And at the end of the day, I don't really care about criticism. But, you know, I definitely see and I definitely hear it, but I just use it as motivation. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely see the criticism 100%. And I try not to listen to it. I mean, that's what you want to do. And, I mean, that's what you're told to do is not listen to the criticism and don't listen to the outside noise. But, you know, you, you see it and you hear it. You know, I'm not dumb. Like, I know what's going on and the fan base and stuff like that you just have to use it as motivation.
0: I've always said being an SEC quarterback or an SEC athlete is tougher at times to be honest with you than being a pro quarterback or a pro baseball player. From a standpoint of, now you don't have you know you don't have local media. You know we're not going to sit here and grill you and ask you all kind of crazy questions like they do with a Dak Prescott in Texas or in Philadelphia. But the difference is when you start talking about NFL guys and Major League Baseball guys and NBA guys, they live in a bubble. And when they get up in the morning, they get to their facility, and they really don't come into contact other than social media with the outside noise, as you said. Being in college and then going to class and being involved in the community, you're out there a little bit more. Have you had a situation where you've gone to class and that guy behind you sits there and says, hey, uh, you should have checked down to that second option last week and thrown that flare route out to the to the running back. I mean, Have you had a situation like that where you've had a, a guy kind of
1: second guess you that's a student? I haven't honestly yet, which, I mean, all of last year I was all in person. Or no, all online, excuse me. But, yeah, I have an in-person class this year that has about 500 people in it. So, you know, I'm sure I'll hear something after I make a bad play.
2: We well, can just come over to our house and yeah, we'll give nice. it to you there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael will give it to you. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> how well does Jennifer cook? That's She'd what I. Charlie always talks about how great Miss Jennifer cooks, and so I was going to ask you this. I mean, you're always over at Charlie's house, so I'm just yeah. asking you: Is the food that you're getting
1: it's great? He
2: comes for the wisdom, not for the food.
0: <laughs> Y'all don't play Madden over there, do you? Charlie no, doesn't draw. Michael, plays.
1: Michael's scared, and I think Mr. Charlie's scared too. Does Charlie uh, draw up plays
0: for you? Does he say, okay,
1: th- this is what you need to be thinking on this play? Yeah. No, he yeah, has before. Yeah, definitely. No, that's not true. <laughs> so, so,
0: the first so the first pick you throw, I'm going to look at Charlie in the post-game show and say, shut up. Yeah. This, this, no, is, uh, this is so, on you.
2: So, here's my favorite memory of Will, though. So, when Will <laughs> was playing youth baseball, I'd heard that Will could pitch. So, we had a group of guys that played together. This was great. So, we had a group of guys that played together – for basically six, seven years, all the time, you know, from the time they were about eight, nine years old, all the way up to the teens. And I was such a good baseball coach that I produced three college or junior college football players and zero baseball players. But we got the mental toughness part, right? Didn't, did Chris, Chris Smith play crazy. for you? No, 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 Chris Smith did not, but we had a couple of guys from Nanawoya who did. Okay. Who could really play. But so Will came and joined us after we were a few months into it. And I'd heard about how Will could pitch. If you were to think like Sandy Koufax, I mean, the most <laughs> old-fashioned, and I think maybe you learned that from your granddad. If Am I right, Will? But yeah, you he, are right. He, he actually, had the longest wind up, Very deliberate. Uh, I mean, it's, if it had been black and white, it would have been perfect. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, I still remember the day that he taught me that. I, couldn't, I could not throw the ball over the plate to save my life. And we went out there in his pasture one day, and he, he actually taught me how to to do it and you know, I kind of stayed with it. So, the whole wind up <laughs> over your head and everything kind of twisting around came from my pop.
0: Yeah, that's that's good. That's good.
2: This is where Bart's looking for a segue to talk about our friends at Bank First. I was waiting on you to go. Bart likes to segue from answers. And I was waiting to say, I'll tell you what else is good, Charlie. That's the service at Bank First. You should go by and see them.
0: Well, I was going to go Bank First or Tracks Plus, and so since you mentioned Bank First, I'll go that route as well. Bank first, better way to bank, growing bank in the southeast in Mississippi and Alabama. And since you want to go that route, and we'll talk about Moat Griffin and Marcus Mallory and all the great bankers around the state of Mississippi and Alabama, they're doing a great job right now in that Tuscaloosa market. Tuscaloosa, the Golden Triangle, Jackson, Flowood, Madison, down in Hattiesburg as well. I mean, they're just a growing bank that's doing a lot of business right now. And one of the reasons they're doing a great job is their customer service. And so go check them out. If you're in the need for a mortgage, if you're in the need for a construction loan, if you're in the need for a commercial loan, you'll see what we're talking about. Great guys and great guys to deal with. And that is at Bank First. Is that okay, Charlie? Was that okay to? It was a it was a poor segue today. We didn't have to put the little chime in there.
2: I thought that was I thought that was fine. I just had to help you out a little bit. That's okay. Okay, back, just like I need to help Will out with his golf game.
0: Back to questions. We're talking to the quarterback, Will Rogers, and one of the you know, one of the things that that so many people ask us is about Mike Leach, and we talked to Luke Falk last year, who was a quarterback for Mike Leach at Washington State, still the all time leader in passing in the Pac twelve. And he said the guy just had the perfect mix of working in football and then working in Geronimo and things of that nature just to kind of keep your mind relaxed. How has it been for you to quarterback for Mike Leach?
1: It's been great. The first time I heard Mike Leach, I think I was in first grade. You know, my dad was telling me about him and telling me about some of his concepts and stuff like that. I think the first game I watched – and really remember actually watching the game and paying attention to the game was the Texas Tech versus Texas game with Michael Crabtree. So, yeah, that was kind of that's kind of ironic that that's the first game that I actually watched when I was in first grade. But, you know, Coach Leach is great. You know, he does a great job. He's a great coach. And, you know, the way he uh, really builds the team and builds the team together and keeps the team together is uh, great.
2: You know, so much is made sometimes about quarterback competitions and the things that – go on in quarterback rooms and things like that and I think sometimes people on the outside have this idea that you guys are all at each other you've got another quarterback living with you if I'm not mistaken what's it like in the room in in the quarterback room in the midst of competition with guys
1: I mean it's the same every day you know we're hanging out joking I mean anything We, we compete in anything we do uh, you know, that's just quarterbacks in general. I think quarterbacks should compete in anything and everything that they do. But, yeah, I mean, I have a quarterback that uh, I was competing with. He, he's my roommate. He's probably one of my best friends. Uh, you know, but we're not going at each other or anything like that. We're just two guys who love to compete, love football, and, you know, want to win. So, you know, we're not going at each other or taking any jabs at each other or anything like that.
0: Well, before we get out of here, I think, Charlie, we wanted to do a little rapid fire. And just – because one of the big things about being a quarterback is you have to be able to make a quick read and to give a quick answer. And you got to be able to to make a decision in a hurry. And so I don't think you've ever had tough questions thrown at you where you have to answer with the first thing that comes to mind. And so, Charlie, I know you have written down a thousand things over there. I've got a few questions Okay. For so right. we're going to go – So if
2: we had a sounder here, we would go to the, like a little uh- –
0: No, hold on a second.
2: There we go. So that that tells us the game's on, right? That's right. Question number one. All right. Best athlete to ever wear number two?
1: Derek Jeter. Good answer. Top
2: top three reasons that Michael Jordan is greater than LeBron James?
1: His competitiveness. um, He has more rings. Better shooter.
0: See, that didn't take long. I'm not going to argue that point at all.
1: Well,
2: because- that is the product. You want to talk about what I've taught Will Rogers? That's what I've taught Will Rogers right there. Because
0: you can't come at me and tell me LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. He, he, I'm just amazed he
2: accepted the premise of my question. We
0: will invite Look, you now into hey, our group. Listen, you are you- more than welcome
1: to drink coffee with us anytime with that answer. You guys need to invite Chance Levertich on the show because he will argue that for hours. <laughs> <laughs> hours. Well, that's a
0: strike against Chance. <laughs>
2: that's right. Uh, most underrated receiver on this football team? Austin Williams. If we were going through the roster of Mississippi State to take somebody to trivia night, who are we taking?
1: Probably Austin, too. He's
2: pretty smart, yeah. Best travel ball baseball coach of all time? Charlie Winfield. Oh no all right. Um, all right, so here's my final one. And sometimes I wake up and I think of weird things. And so I was I was actually running today. and I wasn't. I was trying to. I was thinking about my different questions I would ask. Here is my question. Do you think Mike Leach has ever water skied? Probably. Probably. What do you think, Bart? I think is he's Mike probably. Has Mike Leach ever been on water skis?
0: I think Mike Leach has probably been open to anything, in which I go back to the point. I think he would be open to wearing shorts if if you no. would.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> last thing. I'm looking at social media last night, and I see this monster of an offensive lineman from Brandon, Mississippi. Will's younger brother is Luke. is is an absolute monster. Yeah, what happened?
1: I don't know. I mean, I don't know. He looks like he's adopted. But Luke, I mean. Luke was
2: like this little kid hanging around the baseball field, and now I
1: look and he's a monster. He's like six three, six four, two ninety. I mean, he he's a beast. But I still whoop him. <laughs>
0: Okay, the question I have is, looking at this team, and I, I can tell you what an outsider is going to say, and you start looking at leadership. In so many teams, you have great players, but then the leadership is lacking. If you were to pick someone on the defensive side that you would say is the leader of the defense, who would you say?
1: I mean, definitely Brule. Uh, that's the first name that comes to mind. But, you know, also other guys, you know, Tyre Sweet, you know, Martin Emerson, uh, Jaden Crumity, Randy Charlton, all those guys. You know, they do a great job. You know, I think the defense does a really great job of holding each other accountable. You know, it's not just one guy. It's everybody running the ball and making plays.
0: Hey, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, thanks for taking the time. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. No, anytime. Anytime. I really appreciate it. i tell you what, this hurricane is coming in, in the next couple of days. It's going to be tough. And so, if you're in the south Mississippi, you're in New Orleans area, I hope you're trying to make your way to the north. It's going to be tough, and uh, it's going to be tough on the forestry business as well. And so one of the things we also like to talk about is our friends at Trax Plus. And Tracks Plus, if you're looking for forestry equipment, if you're in the market for some of that barco equipment, the construction equipment as well with the Saney equipment, whatever you need. Do you think Charlie Winfield has ever run an excavator or a bulldozer?
1: No shot. Uh, exactly. No
0: shot. Got that one easy. Let's just put that one in the uh, rapid fire. About how many <laughs> have I ever run
2: a bulldozer?
0: <laughs> how many? How many construction? How, how much construction work has Charlie ever done in his life? And so, uh, thanks to our fine friends at Tracks Plus, T R A X Tracks Plus, Chris Weems and the gang. Two locations on Interstate 20 at the Hickory exit, and then between Startwell and Columbus on Highway 182 or Highway 82. That's Tracks Plus. And so, hey, Will, enjoyed it. Appreciate you stopping by. Thank you all very much. Thank you for having me, and uh, see you all Saturday. Absolutely. And once again, we've been in the Farm Bureau studios here in downtown Startwell Farm Bureau, agents in every county in the state of Mississippi. Check them out at favorites.com. We talk about the service of Bank First, the service of Tracks Plus, and the great service at Strange Brew, but it's also the same way at Farm Bureau as well. So go with the home team. You know their agents, they're in every community in the state of Mississippi. And so go with the home team. Check them out at favorites.com and go with the home team at Farm Bureau. So thanks to Farm Bureau. Thanks to Strange Brew. Our thanks to Tracks Plus and Bank First for Charlie Winfield and the Bulldog quarterback, Will Rogers. I'm Bart Gregory. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us for Sunday Coffee.